Hello everyone. This is time for another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, welcome. And if you have listened to my podcast before, I thank you for your continued support. What I am about to discuss today is of great significance for the future of this country, the United States of America. In many ways, it is of great significance for the whole world because the United States is a global leader. I want to talk about our children and their future. The same children who we expect would grow up and become leaders. Leaders in science, technology, commerce, and in arts. Children who will become great writers and explorers and serve in the armed forces and so much more. Children are the future and almost everyone would agree with that statement. It's not controversial. It's not up for debate. We all know that children are the future of this country and of this world. As a society, therefore, we must do everything we can to protect children. Give them the best environment so that they can grow up in a healthy way. We must provide children with the best education which would create for them greater opportunities for success in the future. Education. Children need education. We are at a very critical juncture right now. There is widespread debate about education and what is best for children. And it's a discussion that started because of the coronavirus pandemic. All over the country, communities are talking about whether or not to open up schools for in-person instruction. They are discussing whether it is safe for schools to be open. Some believe that it is perfectly safe to do so. Others argue that schools should remain closed and that opening schools would lead to the spread of coronavirus. School board members, school district administrators, school principals, teachers, staff, parents and legal guardians of children in communities across the United States are all thinking about this topic right now. The nation's top leaders in the executive branch, in the legislature, and elected officials at state and local levels of government are all thinking about this right now. People have different opinions on this matter. In my own city of Madison, in the great state of Wisconsin, the Madison Metropolitan School District has decided that it would not be open for in-person instruction. The district has decided to have 100% virtual instruction. This is a disappointing decision. I believe that keeping schools completely closed and shifting all instructions to a virtual mode is the wrong decision here. I do not believe that this would be in the best interest of the students.
If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. First of all, education is not simply reading textbooks and responding to test questions. Learning social skills and good manners and being able to learn teamwork, these are all part of one's learning. When we talk about virtual schooling, it is pretty clear that there would be great limitations in one's learning. A child cannot get the same level of education and cannot build up the same level of essential skills that one needs when instruction is delivered 100% virtually. For students who are used to going to school, shifting instruction online would mean that students would be spending more time at home than they typically do during a school year. It takes very strong discipline to maintain a sound learning environment at home. For most working parents, this may be very difficult to accomplish. When children stay at home, at least one parent or legal guardian must stay home to supervise the children. It could mean that one parent has to give up working in order to look after the children. In a family with a single parent, this could present a tremendous challenge. Furthermore, daycare services are becoming quite expensive. For parents, trying to hire someone to look after their children during the school hours, as the kids sit in front of computers for online lesson delivery, may not be affordable. Especially as the economy recovers from the peak of the pandemic and all the local and state government mandated lockdowns, many people are struggling to make ends meet. For people to pay for someone to watch their kids for several hours during the day, during weekdays, would be extremely burdensome financially, particularly when taxpayers already pay for schools. Unfortunately, in Madison, the teachers' union pushed for all virtual learning, and now they seem satisfied with the district's decision. But what does that mean for students? Such a decision to move to an all-virtual learning model inflicts fear in the minds of students. When kids see that their schools are staying closed for extended length of time due to the coronavirus, then it could affect a child's mental health. 
Furthermore, not being able to participate in sports, not being able to meet with classmates, and staying locked inside the home are not good for a child's well-being. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC in short, one in six American children between the ages of two and eight years old suffer from mental, behavioral, or developmental disorder. 7.4% of children between the ages of 3 and 17 years have a diagnosed behavior problem. 7.1% of children between the ages of 3 and 17 years have diagnosed anxiety. 3.2% of children in the same age group have diagnosed depression. In my opinion, preventing children from returning to school and forcing them to stay at home would make matters worse. Furthermore, children should not be spending too much time in front of computer screens. A recent Pew Research Center survey shows that 71% of parents in the United States with children under the age of 12 years are concerned about their children spending a lot of time in front of a screen. This was reported in a USA Today article on July 31st of this year. If learning is done via computer rather than in person, then children would be spending more time in front of screens and would probably raise more objections from parents. In fact, a recent survey revealed that majority of rural Wisconsin school districts lean towards reopening school buildings in some capacity for the fall. This was reported in the Wisconsin State Journal a couple of days ago. I believe that schools should reopen for full-time classes five days a week. Of course, there should be special arrangements for children who are, who are vulnerable or at risk and those who need special accommodation. But students of an entire school district, such as the Madison Metropolitan School District, should not be forced to stay at home for months. Not all school districts are moving to an all-virtual instruction mode. There are school districts in Wisconsin that are going to be having in-person classes. Some will adopt a hybrid model, a mixture of online and in-person classes. Whatever decisions are made must be in the best interest of the children. We must keep in mind that decision to keep schools closed would have detrimental effects on the future of children. It would affect their mental health, it would affect their ability to learn, it would increase the financial hardship for parents, it would affect parents' ability to work during the day, and all of these and much more combined would lead to long-term negative effects for our country as a whole. Part of education is to learn how to grow up and become strong adults. And for that, we must teach children how to address difficult situations. Therefore, rather than forcing children to remain at home, they must be allowed back in school 
and must be taught about pathogens and how to take necessary precautions to prevent the spread of a virus such as the coronavirus. Let's remember, these are the children who have the potential to become doctors, engineers, military service members, law enforcement officers, teachers and so on. We want our kids to be brave, to be strong and to know how to protect themselves. So let's open up the schools for in-person learning. It is best for everyone and for the future of our country. As already mentioned, those who are high risk and vulnerable must be given the option to learn remotely. But let's not issue a blanket order to keep all children at home. This is a hot topic and those who are listening to this episode may have different opinions than what I presented here. Feel free to contact me and share with me your views on this important issue. I would love to hear from you. Thank you all once again for listening to my podcast. I hope to be back again with another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.